This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Cool. I've been in Indiana. Um, I live there, Indianapolis. Did you really? Uh, What was it, Bloomfield? Bloomington. 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 Yeah, yeah. I've been to Bloomington. I went there for a wedding once. But awesome town. Like Beautiful. IU campus. Yeah, college. Yeah. There was this Ball little State church on campus. Like this tiny little church mm-hmm. on the campus. It was all cobblestones and everything. That's where they got married. Oh, nice. Yeah. It was but pretty cool. Our I like college Indiana. campuses are gorgeous. I hear that Indiana's got a really good music program too, don't they? I'm um, pretty IU, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I don't know. I'm always into finding out what, like, what the creative kind of schools are sure. you know, florida state's got a great art program and you know there are others around like that so um sweet uh are we are we rolling oh we, we are rolling oh all right okay let's go we're 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 as live as live's gonna get always right catch me off guard so um i want to take a minute and introduce everybody that's on the show with us today um across from me we have my good friend jeff martin who is the host of Easy 93. Is is it 93.1 Easy or is it Easy, easy 93.1? Giselle right? and Jeff every weekday morning. Right? All yeah. right. So from that's that's the proper. <laughs> from 6 to 10. There you go. 6 to 10. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I think you were telling me you got to wake up at 2.30 in the morning every day. Yes, I do. That sounds So this is bedtime right now. <laughs> so hurry up, Dennis. Right. Yeah. Night owl. <laughs> night owl. Um, and also joining us today, we have uh, Debbie Divich and um, Ralph Krugler. And we, we went over this pronunciation. You're one of the few to get it right. Yeah. Right, all right. Um, of the proper name would be the Hillsborough Lighthouse Society. Preservation, Preservation Society. Society. Okay, sorry, I got it wrong. Um, so, you know, listen. Welcome to the Connected by Water podcast presented by, or powered by, Joey Cardi Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram and fueled by our good friends at Papa's Pilar Rome. And we are definitely partaking in some rum today. So cheers to everybody <laughs> cheers. here. Double right? fisting today. Yeah. Double, Jeff, you are double fisting. I got the fisting. cask, the <laughs> sherry yep. one. Yeah, 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 good stuff. Right. So we're good. Um, listen, 
we're working on a project together, right? And we're trying to raise money for the for the society. And we got a gala coming up in March, and we're gonna get to all those details. Um, we're creating a piece for it. That's how we met, right? But um, instantly clicked with a lot of things. And we, you know, I'm just a history buff. You, know, you guys are history buffs, and I've always loved the lighthouse. We talk about the lighthouse on here all the time. It's it really is just. Um, we always say if you look to our area of the world, South Florida, or even just like kind of Broward, Palm Beach, you know, what's our symbol? What's our landmark? And I always come to two things, and some people say maybe it's three things. So the two things would be obviously our lighthouse, and then there would be now would be the Guitar Hotel at the Hard Rock would be an iconic you know landmark for us now. And then some people like to throw Pier 66 in there. <laughs> as kind of oh, like yeah, sure. But to me... When you're offshore and you're riding in and you see the lighthouse, finally, you know, that says one word to me, which is home. Yeah. Right? So that is yeah. always what the lighthouse um, means to me. So we want to always be in full support of pr- the preservation. Right. And keeping that. that light on for uh, for mm-hmm. everybody in the boating community and our, our community because it is one of the most pretty historical landmarks you can see yep. is that lighthouse. Yep, absolutely. And when you and I got together and you gave me the personal tour, which I thank you for that because I, I really did learn a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also got a really good workout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, climbing those stairs. Listen, so she goes like this. She goes, hey, you want to go up in the lighthouse? Like when I went to pick up this panel that I'm painting. And I'm like, you know what? I've lived here my entire life. I've never been up there. Yeah. Right? We hear that all the time. I've never been up there, right? And she goes, yeah, it's my weekly workout. <laughs> Just like that. I'm like, okay, weekly workout. <laughs> ha ha. Yeah, weekly workout. So, like, we're not even halfway up this thing. And I'm like, my quads are burning. <laughs> I'm like out of breath. And there's, like, the first window you see up there. And then she's like... He, way up there she's like you okay <laughs> i'm like oh yeah yeah i just, I just want to look out the window and then check it out and like meanwhile i'm like really struggling I'm like i don't want to admit it do you but, get to the lantern room oh yeah i made it that I made, is I made fantastic it the whole way. i didn't i did make it the whole not way. many people get there right well yeah. you can only go there one time a year and that's the evening of march 18th mm-hmm. actually no we didn't go inside though not in the lantern yeah, room we didn't, you can yeah, go we didn't on the outer we went deck. on the out we went on the outer we didn't mm-hmm. go inside yet yeah, but yeah. the panel that you're the panel that you're painting is mm-hmm. from the lantern room. It's, a it's one of from that. it's a ceiling panel, yeah. one of thirteen original nineteen oh seven ceiling panels from nineteen oh seven. The lantern room. That's crazy. Do you know what kind of metal that is? Someone was asking me when galvanized. Is galvanized steel? Yeah. yeah okay. Because someone said, "Is that zinc?" I'm like, no idea. I just paint. Yeah. A lot of them were copper, but I believe that one's uh, galvanized. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. Um, so. I'm real excited about the project, and you said you're a history buff. Mm-hmm. You're a historian, yes. yep. right? So not even a buff. You're, you're you're an actual. This is. I went a little too far. Yeah. Yeah. What? Well, How many far. pages does your book have on the almost complete history of the lighthouse? And it's almost complete. It's well, it well, I had to break it up into three volumes for the second edition. For the first edition, it was over 500 pages. It weighed like wow, seven, 500 pages, seven pounds, two ounces. Like holding a, a, a yeah. baby. You wrote this? Mm-hmm. Yes. So he It's literally the, the size of an old phone book. The complete history of No, the almost complete almost history. The almost complete history yeah. of the Hillsborough yeah. Lighthouse. Come on. For the first edition I kept it as one volume and I, I self-published it cuz no editor would look at it and go you're kidding. Chop chop chop. Mm-hmm. Right. And I didn't want to do that so I self-published it. For the second edition I thought first edition I only did 100 copies. Mm-hmm. Second edition I thought, you know, let's make it more user-friendly so I broke it up into three different sections. Mm-hmm. The origins and how it got there to the first day of service, 
and then second uh, volume is the first day of service through um, 1939, which was the U.S. Lighthouse uh, Service era, and then the third edition is 1940 to today. Hey, rewind that for a second. So <laughs> from the first proposal, 1847 through okay. March 1847 yep, through through uh, March 6, 1907 is the first edition. It's the thinnest one of all. It's only about that big. But how old is the lighthouse? Well, the first day of service was March 8th, 1907. But the U.S. started thinking about building lighthouses oh, way they put, back. Okay. They, they put a proposal in. At the same time, they put mm -hmm. one in for Jupiter. Jupiter got theirs. Hillsborough was denied. They didn't put oh, wow. funding for it. Mm -hmm. So it took so like it, 50 years. It got, or, it got tabled. Or and it years, right? got tabled and it just kept coming back, coming back, coming oh. back. And it wasn't until the Copenhagen sank. It's kind of like applying for a building permit. Pretty much. Yep. <laughs> it wasn't until the Copenhagen sank that they actually finally said, okay, we got to do something about this because we got 90 miles of unlit um, light. Sure. You know, shoreline. We got three reefs. We got the Gulfstream coming in here. We have all these wrecks going on that were constantly getting hammered on. We got to do something about this finally. Mm -hmm. so that's how we finally got it. Okay. They they put the bid. They put the bill proposal in 1900. It got passed immediately, but then it took a few years, obviously, to come about. When did they change the roof? Because I have a panel from 1907 that you said. Mm -hmm. And when did they change those out? Unfortunately, we changed them out. Was it two years ago? Mm -hmm. yeah, two two years. years. Yeah. Oh wow. Mm -hmm. oh, so that's fresh off the top. Really. Yeah. Oh wow. Because in order to access, there's a ring that goes around the top. And that was, they can hook a ladder up there so they can actually access the roof, like do painting and maintenance. Mm -hmm. And the the pegs that came off of there were starting to corrode and there was a liability of the whole thing coming down. And so in order to access the bolts, we actually had to remove the, the ceiling panels inside to get to, like there's a, like a ridge lip and then there's a bolt on the one side and the wall and the peg extends out with a ring on it that holds that, that ring around it. Wow. Yeah. So it was a big project in order to get those off. Wow, that's that's wow. That's I love hearing about. The, you, you see it from afar, but when you start finding out like all the gritty details about it, it's like oh. now you're. We all met uh, tonight, yeah. <laughs> but I, it's funny. I follow him on Instagram and everything. I'm a big fan of the lighthouse, mm -hmm. and it's such a big part of our community. People don't even know that they can visit it and how to visit it, right? And uh, be a part of the preservation society as well. And uh, it's just it's peachy keen <laughs> that that we met up tonight, mm -hmm. and yeah, I'm really enjoying hearing about. I this. You history. actually you followed me. I looked at my wife. I go, you gotta be kidding me. She's like, what? Guy on the radio is actually following me. <laughs> <laughs> it's fascinating the local history and everything. There was one story you told where somebody was part of the lighthouse. They passed away. The entire town shut down yeah. for the funeral. It was actually the wife of Thomas Knight, the head keeper at the time. Right, it wasn't even a lighthouse keeper. It was his wife. Mm -hmm. And I found out um, doing research that at the time Pompano was so small that if somebody you know in the community died, since everybody knew each other, they shut down the town for the afternoon so really? they could all attend the ceremony. Yeah. But now it's, I call it the biggest little small town because we meet and uh, Dennis and I, and we, we met uh, when you dedicated the bridge and, yep. and your artwork yep. as well. Yep. So it's it's just uh, very small, but we're all connected by water, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, and and that, that's really the meaning behind it. Every time we have a show or every time we have a conversation about this, that always just comes up and it's just always so true. Like, it's connected by water in so many different ways. Um, a lot of people try to pin this as a fishing show. And it's not really, you know, like most of the guys I bring in are fishermen, right? I mean, it's just because that's in my nature and everything. But we always, you know, paint with a broad brush here when we talk about the theory of connected by water. That's why it's so meaningful for you guys to come in today because I want to get off the beaten path of the fishing thing for a while and say, hey, listen, 
This is really connected by water. This is, I mean, it's a lighthouse, right? It's and a lighthouse, it, it, and you can visit the lighthouse <laughs> once a month. We mm-hmm. have public tours, and if you just check out hillsboroughlighthouse.org, all the information is there. It's really, your membership to the lighthouse is extremely inexpensive, and you mm-hmm. get 12 trips Okay, and that wonderful a little museum that you got there, too. People don't know about it. Mm-hmm. it just it's, it's such a, a perfect thing, and it's got so much information there. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's, uh, again, we're looking for volunteers. Our museum is only open five days a week because we can't get volunteers Mm -hmm. to come and help us out when we need help. We're open five days a week here also because I can't get volunteers to come. (laughs) We can't wait a minute. I'm a volunteer. Hold on a second. Don't let them lie to you. She's a volunteer. (laughs) We cannot pay you, but we we do need your support uh, volunteer-wise as membership-wise. Your Mm -hmm. membership fees keep that light on. Nice. Mm -hmm. Nice. Carlene, have you ever been to the Lighthouse? I have not been in it, but I've been, been in front of it, and I was also pull a boat up right yeah. there in, in light. Yeah, correct. So, I was, it's, it's the brightest light in uh, in the eastern in the United world. In the world, in the world. Right now. yeah. That's and, a, there's a caveat to that, though. It's don't the tell my wife that. Brightest, <laughs> it's the brightest lighthouse in the world that's in constant active uh, rotation. There's two lighthouses that are brighter, but they're both privately owned and only turned on for special events. Privately owned lighthouse. Yep. Oh yeah. Yep. And is, how, is there how, a lot of that going on? Oh yeah, more and more really. Now. Yeah. They're, they're obsolete technology. I mean, they're pretty, yeah. but technically... Government's just dumping them off. Yeah, people oh, are buying them up. Come on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. I thought for sure that the responsibility of operating a lighthouse had to be... No. Like this... All right, so, for example, this lighthouse here is... What's what's the protocol here? It's... It's, it's Coast Guard Coast Guard owned, mm-hmm. right? But we preserve it. We you do all it. the maintenance, any repairs that need to be done. We have to get approval, uh, but then we have to supply the labor, the materials, foot all the bill. Mm-hmm. Yep. Interesting. And so, and I know that there's that, those little bungalows. The cottages. The cottage, cottages. Mm-hmm. Sorry, thank you for correcting me. Uh, the cottages down below. And you had mentioned to me that you can only stay in those cottages if you're military, military personnel. Military, right? Personnel. Mm-hmm. Now, is it active only or is it retired as well? Or No, I think it's anything. Now, the military has a program and it's um, a morale program and they have a website. They have these type of uh, rentals all mm-hmm. over the world. Really, really nice rentals, affordable for our military. Okay. And how far visible is the light? We used to be 36 nautical miles. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, 28 nautical miles, 36 land miles. But since we upgraded to LED, we don't know because we haven't taken a boat out yet to find out. Oh, that's so wild. If really? you want to take us out, <laughs> we want to find out. Whoa, hold on, hold on. So you're telling me mm-hmm. that you need help? Yes, we do. Okay. You need help with a boat going out. Ding. To see as far as they can see, yes. right? Because in the old days, they used to do it from 15 feet above deck. So like mm-hmm. off of wherever they are, I'm not up on my nautical terms, whatever the that part of the, or- of, the, of the boat, you know, that was up higher. Okay. And it's, they would take that. And so they would be out as far as they could go. Once they lost visibility of it, that's where they would mark it. And okay. that's how they would. So there's, so there's parameters. There's, yes. There's ways to It's got to be 15 feet above sea level. Okay. All right, so I think that we might be able to, Carlene, I think we might be able to arrange a boat like going over to the Bahamas this summer um, to figure that out. So, That'd be cool. So yeah. let's let's yeah. let's link that up because Connected by Water wants to be the ones responsible for Beautiful. saying we found out <laughs> how far you how can far. see that lighthouse. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Jeff, for bringing that up. It's a <laughs> yeah, good one. Thank you. Oh, so, sure. So, Mr. Historian. Yes, sir. Lay some knowledge on me. <laughs> Come on, you okay. wrote the no, 500 page book, the right? Caps Place Connection right? with okay. the Prohibition. Yeah, time out. Okay. I did a podcast on the U.S. 
The Lighthouse Society. Because I, I know the, I'm an artist for the United States Mint. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't know a lot of people do that, right? One of 27 in the country. The reason I love doing that so much, and actually the reason I applied for it in the first place, is because I'm a frustrated historian. Okay. Right? As an artist, I just love history, and, and I love maritime history in particular. Um, so, you know, having you on the show, to me, I'm like geeking out a little bit. So, <laughs> but, me but, too. But, when but I, it's, when yeah. I met him and I, I found got, out what, what they, they do, I said, wow, this is great. Okay, yeah. But I do have to warn you, though, because like I said, when I did that podcast for the U.S. Lighthouse Society, I told the guy, Jeremy, who was interviewing me, like, you can't ask me open-ended questions like that or you're going to have to cut me off because I will keep on talking <laughs> until you run out of well, electricity. Content is content. Well, let's so talk Jeff the barefoot mailman. Okay. I mean, the barefoot mailman, that story is okay. iconic down here in South Florida. Okay. It, well, that, that, was befo- that was the UPS originally. Was before there was a lighthouse, yes. And if you lived in Fort Dallas, which is now Miami, and you need to get a letter up to, say, Palm Beach, it could take anywhere from six weeks to six months to get there mm-hmm. because it would have to go on securitous route where it would go down to Key West, over to Cuba, sometimes up to the Bahamas. Sometimes it would just go straight up to New York and then work its way down or vice versa again. Now you throw in hurricanes and things like that. Up, what, you, what year are we talking about? This was the 1890s. 18... No, it was before that. Oh. It was 18... 1888 is when, Reconstruction was when, era. when Ed Hamilton died. Okay. But it, he wasn't the, you know, we all think of the barefoot mailman as being Ed Hamilton, but this was actually going on before he ever arrived down here. Mm-hmm. And so the people who lived down there wanted to have more mail service. So they petitioned the government. They said, hey, we want this. So the, they put out a call saying, if you want to start a company and provide the funding for it, we'll take care of that. Okay. So there was a couple different routes first before they went down to Miami. When it finally got expanded down to Miami, one of the guys took it and he would leave um, Lake Worth on Monday morning mm-hmm. and then you would stay overnight in what were called houses of refuge. There's still one left in Stewart that you can go visit, but these were for shipwreck victims. So if you got shipwrecked, you come up to shore. If you ever lucky to make it, you just wander on the beach because you know you're going to come you. across a wooden sign. It was about that long. It was an arm be pointing and it would say like, you know, it would either say house of refuge or just say, you know, five miles. But if you couldn't read, at least you'd follow the signal, you would know that's where I have to go to get to a house of refuge. And it was um, supplied, um, it was basically it was a two-story building. The keeper and his family lived on the first floor. Second floor was all cots and enough provisions to get you through a so month. So it was like barracks. Basically, yeah. Yeah. And that's all it was. And I believe they had 28 or 30 cots in there for shipwrecked sailors. And so the... Barefoot mailman worked out a deal. They slept in the night there, got the next morning, go down the next one, to the next one, next one. But they didn't walk the whole way. Every time you got to a waterway, they had a government-owned boat, and you would either sail it or you know, row it to your next destination, get out, leave it there, walk. And by Wednesday uh, afternoon, he would arrive in Miami, drop off the mail, get the next ones, leave the next morning, be home by Saturday night. And they were walking. Just walking. Which was interesting because inland, you've got swamps, you've got alligators, mm-hmm. you've got snakes, you've got everything. Well, so that's, the quickest route was walking down the beach. Well, they gave them a machete and they also brought their own hand or rifles or whatever with them because there was bear, panthers, you know, boar, all these kind of things out there. So they would have they have their armament. Right. Before the Boca Club. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, before that. And so... Um, Kind of lost my train of thought. That's right. Boca Club. No, they were no. coming down. They were. It was so rough coming down terrain. The beach. Yeah, so they gave them all this equipment. They found it after they gave them the machete. They said, "You know, hack your own path down there." Well, 
why should I do that when I can take off my shoes and walk on the hard pack, you know, sand uh-huh. and make it much easier? And so that's what they do. That's why on this side, there's a barefoot mailman. On the west coast of Florida, they weren't barefoot. That they had a route over on that side as well. So you tell me with the with the Coast Guard, this is a Coast Guard kind of, you mm-hmm. know. It's still a military base. It's, still mil- it's, it's a full of military base. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so explain to me a little bit about, um, you know, the beginning of that, like like with the Coast Guard, is it always been a Coast Guard thing, or it started as an Army thing, or a Navy thing? What mm. what was it? Now the U.S. was first the United States Lighthouse Establishment. They were the governing body. There was a lighthouse board, and they were determined the spots where they're actually going to build the, the lighthouses. That went. That kind of got converted over about 1910 to the United States Lighthouse Service. It remained that until 1939 with the. Reorganization Act of 1939. That's when Roosevelt said, now we're reorganizing everything and the lighthouses are no longer going to be their own entity. They're going to go under the purveyance of the Coast Guard. The Coast Guard wanted nothing to do with them. They wanted to be on boats. Really? They didn't want to be on shore. Interesting. So there was kind of a low ruffle. So a lot of the guys stayed over and helped the transition. Mm -hmm. And if you're a lighthouse keeper, you could stay on as a civilian Mm -hmm. or you can go on and join the Coast Guard, get better benefits, better pay. But now you had a mandatory retirement age of 70. Okay. Whereas if you stayed a civilian, you could stay as long as you wanted to. Now, has there ever been an event or circumstances where the lighthouse truly felt threatened? <laughs> Name a hurricane. Uh, well, I meant of... Um, oh, for military uh, purposes? Yeah, just, yeah, just, they, yeah, there were right. U-boats. They oh, yeah. were looking for U-boats mm-hmm. in World War II at, at the lighthouse. This is a, a fascinating <clears throat> story. Because yeah. uh, I was, like to look at that and be like, it's still standing. It was you part, I mean? it was part of, of the uh, the watch, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, in World War One, they had semaphore guys up on top. They were actually looking, and they could signal boats back and forth with semaphores. World War Two, they had the lighthouse, but they also built these little towers, these little AWS towers. I don't know what that stands for, but they were these little towers that were like maybe 20 feet tall. They mm-hmm. were actually on the beach all along the, the coast. And for some reason, you have this huge lighthouse here, and they have this little tiny lookout tower here, which made no sense. But they were looking for submarines. Mm-hmm. And they were seeing them all the time. And there was supposedly something called the Battle of Hillsboro, where Warren Bennett, who was the keeper at the time, actually heard the, the depth charges going off. They saw all the oil from a submarine that was supposedly hit, but nobody knows what happened to it, where, you know, if it finally sunk, where it finally sunk, because none of the divers here know about it. The Battle of Hillsboro Inlet? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. I mean, they you, don't know how far off the shore it was. You had no clue. But there was a lot of activity. Was it like a German sub thing? Mm -hmm. Really? Yep. Yep. There was a lot of activity. They saw a lot of oil in the water the next day, but they found nothing else of it. So they have no idea if they actually sunk it or what actually happened to it. Wow. It'd be crazy if we took a boat out to see how far the light could go out. And then it's like, (laughs) another bit of history that people don't know. It was a big um, rum runners area Mm -hmm. when prohibition was in act. (laughs) The liquor runners would run it in, and the lighthouse keepers and the cops were kind of in on it. Oh, uh, really? And uh-huh. well, Cap's place out <laughs> yep. there, there too, as well. That was the big... real McCoy. You mm-hmm. got it, right? Yep. You know, you guys know the story of the real McCoy. I don't know if you know. No, that's that's where the term the real McCoy comes from. McCoy was a rum runner ah. going back from South Florida to the Bahamas, and then he would also run up to North Carolina. His name was McCoy, and his his claim to fame was that everyone else was watering down their liquor. Because they needed to stretch oh. it because no one was actually manufacturing it. So when it came from him, 
and it had the McCoy label on it, right? And so this is the real McCoy. I mean, it's not watered down. This is straight real <laughs> rum. Yeah, and that's then it was the rum runners and the whole thing. So that's, wow. that's where the term real McCoy comes from. Well, I guess they had a signal. Didn't they have a signal to yeah. say that? Yeah, I'm glad I was able to contribute to that story. <laughs> <laughs> Completely had- unverified because obviously it was illegal. But Thomas Knight, who was a head lighthouse keeper, was a pillar of the society, of the community. Mm-hmm. He followed all the rules. He notified the Coast Guard when there was boats and he helped actually pull in, uh, you know, disabled vessels and, you know, impound alcohol but the theory the story goes that when cap would come over thomas would be on watch and he would give a signal from the top of the lighthouse when it was safe that there was no revenuers in the air that he could come Mm -hmm. in and you know drop his sacks off inside lake uh, placid there and safely make it to cap's place yeah did you have to consult a lawyer for that (laughs) (laughs) well i know it was well said it was well put because it's part of the history because it has not been officially verified but this year this year for our 2022 gala our theme is our speakeasy we're having Uh, flappers so this is a great segue because i was oh look you got the speakeasy hat look at that um so this that's the perfect segue because i was just going to bring up i'd like to talk about the gala so please do okay so on friday march 18th we're going to have a dinner at the lighthouse it'll be on the grounds Mm -hmm. rain or shine we've always had very good weather in the past this is our fifth year in a row wow we only sell 256 tickets Mm -hmm. um so you need to get your tickets now your tickets are on eventbrite or you can look at get a ticket through our website hillsboroughlighthouse.org so what we do is we put a big clear tent up just in case it rains. Mm-hmm. And we have Hughes is catering our dinner. We have an open bar. Um, so we'll have appetizers and a full steak and lobster dinner. And that evening, you'll be able to climb the lighthouse and get into the lens room with a private tour. Really? With Ralph. Ralph will be in the lens room. With Ralph. All yep. night. He's the only one really kind of allowed in there. Crew glare. It's a full moon. <laughs> get to know and me. It, and it's a full moon that night. Oh, So it's wow. really a That's great night fun. to oh, come it is a full, out. Wow. It's a so full moon. So you can moon. smuggle some booze across yeah. the yeah. 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 too. And yeah. yeah, she tries to time it always with the full moon because it just adds to the ambiance. Yeah, yeah. It sure does. I mean, we have live music. It's really and a great- And what better time of year than, than March. late March? The weather I mean, is perfect, always yeah. beautiful. And that's our birthday. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Get we're out. turning 115 this year. Really? Mm-hmm. Get yeah. another connected by water connection because our corporate company anniversary is St. Patrick's Day. So it's right around March uh-huh. 17th, right around the same time. Yep. So don't drink too much on Thursday night because Friday night <laughs> you're going <laughs> to be, be a big you're party. Be <laughs> at the lighthouse with us. So like I said, we do have um, tables. You can buy a table of eight or you can buy individual tables, but only 256 seats okay. are available. And we have tickets available still. We still have tickets available. I I am about forty five percent sold out. Okay. So you still right. have a little bit of time. Right, we're, we're gonna do yeah, we sell out because, like out. I said, I can only have two hundred fifty six people on campus. Should be a fun the, night yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, everybody dressed up with the, the roaring twenties or speakeaser yeah. theme. Put and your we do have descendants on. of lighthouse keepers coming too. Yep. Really, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. descendants of lighthouse keepers. A couple of them were kids there at the lighthouse when their father was obviously in the Coast Guard at the mm-hmm. time, and then the bass player from the band is actually the grandson of Thomas Knight. Really? Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. So where, where all right, so if you're a lighthouse keeper, like, is there like this, I know the design of our lighthouse, like the back of my hand, but there's like, is there's no real place to like live sure there, there in the there's lighthouse. Those three is cottage- there? No, that's why the cottages were so built. That's why the cottages were built. That's why okay. the cottages were built. Yeah. All right. They would go up four times a night, right? With their kerosene? No. No. No, that's a, that's one of those longstanding myths. myths. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
for the kind of light that we had, you'd burn maybe. You know, it's too much, Debbie. Yeah. We you'd burn maybe a gallon of kerosene <laughs> per night. And oh. so, yeah, that was it. And so, like, obviously in the wintertime, you'd burn slightly more because of the longer darkness mm-hmm. period. But during the summertime, you'd burn slightly less. So, it kind of all, you know, even itself out. Okay. And you would take a, a five gallon kerosene can, you know, once Up a week. Top. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But yeah, you have to carry that 35 pounds on top of a brass kerosene container. Yeah. Up those circular staircases uh-huh. and yep. all the way. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. Now, I mean, are, are you guys willing to address like, some of the things that. Um, no. No? <laughs> Fine. Sure. Yeah. Um, but some people don't want the lighthouse there, oddly enough, right? Mm-hmm. And we don't, I'm going to speak for me. We don't like those people. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> but, uh, but um, you know, and, and, you know, I just wanted just to say, like, there, there's a place in this world for things that matter. That lighthouse mm-hmm. matters to a lot of people, right? And I know some people have said that. You know, there's a reason for some of the wildlife in the area that, oh. The turtles. Yeah, the turtles. And I just really think, like, listen, that thing's been up for 100 years, over 100 over years. Over 100, right? 50. And, and listen, it could be possible that the turtles are used to that light being yeah, there. True. You know? Yeah, Yeah. We, we can stop that whole conversation right now with two points. Please. One, physics disproves that. Okay. Because the physics of the light is going in a directed location. Good. I'm not glad going, you're telling not, me this. It's not going down. It's going straight out. Mm-hmm. So if you're a turtle coming up, you don't see that up there. Right. You just. But number two, there was actually a because there was a group of um, turtle conservationists. God bless them because I'm all for that too. Mm-hmm. But they. We they, love turtles. Yeah, yeah, we really do. I mean, listen, our artwork for the Hillsboro Lighthouse has a turtle yeah. in front yeah. of it. Okay, because yeah. I true yeah. and part of the reason I don't think a lot of people realize this. This part of the reason is I think they can live symbiotically. I really, yeah, I think they can. One, yeah. they go hand in hand. Absolutely. Please. Yeah, so I don't think it's really that's part of the reason why I put the turtle in front mm-hmm. of it. But that's why I wanted to bring it up. When the light was broken and out of commission for those years, mm-hmm. when it came back, there was a turtle group that said, you know, please shut it off, you know, because now they're going to see this and they're going to come and track it. What year was the light broken? Ninety-two to was relit in two thousand. Trying to stump them. <laughs> <laughs> to no, stump you won't stump Ralph. <laughs> so. They actually commissioned a study, and they found that the turtle population actually increased when the light went back on again. Oh, really? Yeah. They found more nests on the beach once mm-hmm. the light was back on again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a huge nesting beach. 70, 80 huge. nests you'll see up oh, and wow. down Easy. there. I mean, huge. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, they like to put the light on. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> we'll leave the light on leave for you. Leave the light yeah. on for <laughs> you. Leave, 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 leave the light on for you. Um, so, Jeff, you know, yes. I want you to kind of expound a little bit, like being a Pompano, a Pomptonian. A Pomptonian, them, right, yes. Right here. Um, you know, give me your two cents on the lighthouse. I mean, I always love hearing people's, like, what the lighthouse means to them. Because, uh, obviously, if you look at the artwork of our studio, we, we put it in so many of our designs uh, of the shirts that we um, designed for a lot of the anglers and the tournaments. And, you know, everyone's just so real proud of it. Um, so, Give me your two cents on the matter. Again, when I met Ralph today, and he said <laughs> I, I followed him, and it was it, when I moved here ten years ago, it was just fascinating to me, and I I went to learn all about it. I went to the museum, and it's just a part of the community. Mm-hmm. I I went for the family membership at the uh, the preservation society, Great. and took the boat out there, took my kids out there. And it's it's just iconic. Mm-hmm. And and a family member for four, a family right. one year membership for four is fifty dollars a year. Right, and That's you can it. go That's out it. there 12, 12 times, times a year. I mean, you can't really beat a day of fun. That's it. 
You guys should be charging more. <laughs> well, we I mean, should, well, but it's, it's hard to get the word out. Yeah. We still and, yeah, run into it. people that say, I didn't know we could go to the lighthouse. Right. I mean, I wish we could do it more consistently. We're usually the second weekend of every single month. Okay. Mostly so. Saturdays, some Sundays. Mostly Saturdays, some Sundays. Mm-hmm. And All then right. once a year in March, we do our big anniversary or birthday celebration. Okay. Ralph. Yes, sir. What is the craziest factoid you can tell me <laughs> about the lighthouse in your mind? 500 pages, man. <sighs> Give me the crazy. I know it's tough to, whitt- to whittle it down, but. You can't find a rivet in it. What? It's slotted and screwed together. Really? It's all screwed together so that in case they need to move it, they can take it apart and put it somewhere else. Wasn't Come it? on. Mm-hmm. One original cylinder? It's all parts. Right. Oh, every okay. every every piece has got a stamp on it. It's got a numerical stamp, a Roman numeral. Mm-hmm. And then like the windows have letters and numbers. And then the posts on top also have letters and Roman numerals. The stage stair has got a Roman numeral. It starts at one for each flight. If you look in the corner, it starts over at one for each one all the way up. So this Remember, way they could follow it, along. It was built in Detroit, Michigan, mm-hmm. disassembled, put on a barge, and then reassembled once it got mm-hmm. here. And when this is actually of this model. There's four of them that were built. Mm-hmm. And this was actually the smallest one. So there's there's four other ones that are designed the same way. Yes, three are of them are three are in existence. One is no longer in existence. Okay, it was the Coast Guard blew it up because they didn't need it, and instead of tearing it down and moving it, they just blew it up. Which, instead of bringing it to my house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Selling it. And yeah, the, <laughs> it actually the one in uh, Cape Charles is 190 feet. Where's Cape Charles? Virginia. Okay. It's one foot shorter than Cape Hatteras. Okay. And originally, the plans had for a hand crank elevator inside that one. Oh. Really? Yeah. So wait, so Cape Hatteras also has one of the models? No, no. Cape, no, Cape, Cape Hatteras, just, is, you're just Cape Hatteras is the tallest one in the United States. Okay. So it's one foot shorter than the tallest gotcha. one in the United States. Sorry, I should have. So close. <laughs> so where's the other one? Where's it um, Hog Island was one. Um, Cape Fear was the other one. And then... Hillsboro. There was a prototype one done that looks nothing, really, you know, other than the legs and the center cylinder. I mean, mm-hmm. there's really nothing that matches it, which is was started in Chicago, which is now in uh, uh, Raleigh Point, Wisconsin. Okay. Raleigh Point was in what lake is that on? No clue. No clue. No clue. The privately it's owned? Wisconsin. No. Good. I think it's cool that our nickname is the Big Diamond because of yeah, all the yeah, diamond yeah. shaped. Mm-hmm. If you look at that lantern room yep. and you see those big, huge panels of diamond shaped windows, which is mm-hmm. absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, it's just got such a classic look to it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's not you know your your concrete circle. I mean, there's nothing wrong with those lighthouses, but I just always love our the design of ours. Yeah. It's, just, it's really just you know super unique. You know and. Uh, it's iconic. It's, it's a landmark. Home. It just says home. And thank goodness it's there. And thank goodness uh, for the Preservation Society, too. A lot of people got together to, to save that lighthouse. And, and it was a big effort. Mm-hmm. And Yeah. It was the right people at the right time. They all happened to be in the right place. Yeah. Because it's, it's phenomenal that that group of people with those skills and those talents all happened to be right here. Yeah. I mean, without them, it would have been lost. Again, the biggest little small town. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. This you guys definitely listen. Just growing up in Pompano my whole entire life, you know, it's 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 great to have you guys on the show, and and I love you know hearing all these facts about the lighthouse, and you know we're just enamored with the thing you know yeah so. and you can always make a tax deduction donation mm-hmm. leave us in your will um <laughs> definitely purchase tickets a table of eight is fifteen hundred and fifty dollars okay 
Um, uh, so again, it's a full dinner, live music, open bar, and a climb to the top under yep. a full moon. Awesome. Yeah, if I can have one caveat to that, we're, no, all, sure. we're all volunteers. So oh, yeah. every penny we make goes into the preservation. Yeah, we pay nobody. Really? Yep. Yeah. Really? Yep. That's, Believe me, I wish I, I had paid, the, but no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's because it's all about. It's passion, a labor right? of love. It's I, what wow, it is. that is it's a complete passion project. That. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's great. So, well, well, let me ask you then, like, you know, do are we you have real jobs? Full-time? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> we have real jobs. You work. You're like a historian full time. No, I'm well, <laughs> working part time right now for the United States Lighthouse Society. Oh, okay, so, cool. Yeah, yeah, very cool. Awesome. If you're looking to hire, though, <laughs> <laughs> what what does the the Lighthouse Society do? Like, I mean, what, what's their major role? Like, like the U.S. Pr- one? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's obviously a national uh, organization. It's also a five hundred one c three organization mm-hmm. that promotes education, um, historical grants. They do tourism um, every year. They do international tours as well as domestic tours. Um, I, my one of my big things is I provide content for the library archives. So if you're looking for history on a particular lighthouse, mm-hmm. I'm the one who's uploading the photographs and the documents that are in our archives wow. to the free um, library that they have on there. So it's a great research tool for people who are doing research on. Yeah. And you know, if like a kid, we got an email of a kid who said, I was looking for something to do on our local lighthouse. And I'm so glad we found your page because. Right. Here's all the stuff. So, like, if we have pictures, documents, um, historical um, um, uh, paperwork, like correspondence mm-hmm. from the keepers, all that stuff is what I upload. And I'm kind of branching out into doing other things with them right now. So, it sounds like to me, if someone's really interested in lighthouses, they should really kind of give you a call. Yes, please. Right. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, yeah. how do they get in touch with you? Well, you can go to either United States Lighthouse Society dot org, okay, or um, my um, social media is either my name Ralph Krugler or the Almost Complete History of the Hillsborough Inlet Lighthouse. Okay, and you That's can always find them. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think you can always find us through HillsboroughLighthouse dot org. Yes, mm-hmm. we're all on HillsboroughLighthouse dot org. Okay. So we have a lot too. of information. Yep. Yeah, Ralph is our Facebook poster. And right, he'll post information out there. I just, I just want to say, um, like. One of the biggest reasons that I wanted to have you guys on today is, you know, just to say that things like this matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, preserving history matters. Um, preserving landmarks and iconic yep. things, it, it matters uh, for, for a lot of reasons, you know, lest we forget, right? Um, and I want to just congratulate you guys on fighting the good fight, you know, <laughs> and, and doing such a great job and being stewards of what we call the most iconic landmark in all hey, of Hey, we have Florida. fun doing it too. Yeah. Like I'm we, sure you we, do. I mean, that's, that's probably yeah. why you if do If you're going to volunteer for something, <clears throat> volunteering for the lighthouse, let's face it, there mm-hmm. could be way worse gigs than volunteering mm-hmm. at the lighthouse right. and yeah. spending yeah. a beautiful day on the water at the lighthouse. Yeah. I mean, the view from up there is just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal. It, like truly is. Yeah. I was really like, if you've never been up there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Debbie, yeah. when you brought it, me up there, yeah. I was it's absolutely blown away. And I, that's was, why I try to get people up top. In. Oh, wow. It's one thing to talk about it, but to actually be up top Yeah, you and can't see really it. explain it. I tried what, to once take you come all out those these pictures. Like, oh. and, yeah, and that <laughs> yeah. wind just hits you in the face. It's, yeah, it's, like at first when the wind hit me in the face, I was like, <laughs> I grabbed the door. I was like, wait a minute. I'm like, blow yeah. off this thing. But there was a storm rolling in, and it was the coolest thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you could see, like, 
you know, the, forever, forever, like all the way out to the like you see, you literally do see like all of Broward and and like South Palm Beach counties. And, and I love that just, we can see the Goodyear blimp. Yeah, yeah. another you know? iconic thing mm-hmm. here. You know, yeah. Yep. You know, it it was just it was just breathtaking and beautiful. I I tried to do it just by taking cool pictures. But, well, we have a tour this weekend. You know, yeah. So if you're mm-hmm. free on Saturday, okay. Our to- our boat leaves from the Sands Harbor. We might have to. Sands Harbor to, Resort. You know. <laughs> so swing by the Sands Harbor. If you have a boat, swing by the Sands Harbor. We'll give you a wristband, and you can take your boat out there as well. Okay. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Just can't use our dock? Can't yeah, you have dock. to beach it. Mm-hmm. You have to beach it. Beach yeah. it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Um, Jeff, anything you want to mention in closing here? Uh, no. It was just fascinating to, to, to talk about that and learn more and finally get to meet <laughs> you as well. And I, I think everybody in our community uh, should get involved or at least go out there once. It's like when you live in New York or New Jersey and you never see the Statue of Liberty. Mm-hmm. That That's what right. it is. So, exactly. Well, that's you know, how I found it. I lived, I moved from Miami to Lighthouse Point and I would drive my bike over there and that guy wouldn't let me in. I mean, <laughs> right, right, right. no matter what you do, the guy at the gate will not you let you in. Yeah. I mean, I tried being nice. I tried being flirty. I tried being mean. No, you're what not getting the in. Gate? There's a guard gate that prevents you yeah, from you entering. Oh, you mean at the club? club. At yeah. the club. Oh, you cannot guy. drive. Oh, that guy will that not guy. let you in. I had in. to tell him I know Debbie and he goes, looks at me. Uh, Betty probably still <laughs> called me. Yeah. Like it yeah. is, it's tough to get through yeah. that gate. So you have to come with us by boat and mm-hmm. we leave right here out of the Sands Harbor Resort. It's the second weekend of the month and just check us out on HillsboroughLighthouse.org. HillsboroughLighthouse.org. Yep, easy and, to remember. Um, listen, um, if you guys are thinking about where, where to put your donate dollars this year, um, this is definitely, definitely a good spot. Yep. Um, yeah. so I we got some big projects coming up. So yeah. like what? Oh yeah. Uh, well, we're trying to get our, our windows redone in historical fashion because right now they leak mm-hmm. the, the center cylinder towers. Uh, Ken and I actually, uh, we reputtied a lot of the lantern windows. So we stopped the water intrusion up in the lantern itself, but mm-hmm. the windows in the cylinder need to be replaced. And was the, it really <laughs> coming in? Oh, yeah. Really, like oh, yeah. like like waterfall sheets kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Really, on a, on right. yeah, it's bad. Oh, um, but yeah. that, that's all taken care of now. Um, in the future, the we got the grant. Don't know. Oh. I don't so know. you're waiting on a grant. Yeah. We're, I we're, wrote a grant. I don't know if we we're got still the grant. Okay. Yeah. All um, right. We have to sandblast and repaint the tower, but Always. it's got to be done properly this time. Yeah. And then. That's the, a big nut. The yeah, biggest that. one of all is going to be the bottom horizontal supports on the, on the ground. They were buried under sand for who knows how many years. We have no clue. And it, so it's all become pitted and, and deteriorating. So those are going to have to actually be cut, removed, and then instead of a solid one, they're going to make a, a hollow cylinder that can be you know screwed outwards and replaced. So those are there's eight of them around there that have to be replaced because they're just falling apart. Really? Yeah. And that can't be cheap. That will not be cheap. We're going wow. to have to do that's this. probably the probably the most expensive part of the whole Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah, that's going to be a big one, but that's going to be vital at some point. Not only to replace the ones coming off, but the ones that circle around it as well all on the bottom. All right. Well, listen, we're going to work together to try to raise some funds for that because I mean, you know, you have connected by water on your side, really. So we're, we're going to we're going to try our best to drum up some notoriety for it. And well, that evening, you're going to have a one of a kind piece of artwork that yep. you can mm-hmm. bid on. Yep. I mean, absolutely. you'll never be able to get that anywhere nope. else. Nope. Nope. So. We'll get the word out on easy yeah. 93.1. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Very, very cool. I mean, listen. Like I said, things matter. I mean, but you know, participation matters as well. So live yeah. and local. Um, mm-hmm. So we're gonna we're gonna 
try to do give it the old college try and yep it's always good to volunteer it just Mm -hmm. shows community you so you are you looking for volunteers we're always looking for volunteers you're always looking for volunteers we're always looking for volunteers that can help us out and it's only once a month (laughs) (laughs) i mean unless you really want to start painting those stairs because they do need to be painted (laughs) the stairs need to be painted everything the whole thing needs. i tell you you know what the coolest thing one of the coolest things one of the coolest things not the coolest thing um is when we get to the top what what's the room just above where you go outside or the wood with the wooden floor? What's that room called? I can point the, to it right there. Yeah. With the the service room. The room with the window. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. The service little, room. Yep. The service room, right? You got all those drawings, mm-hmm. the spec drawings of it. Mm-hmm. That's cool to me. Those are like in my I, book. Yeah, I love seeing yeah. that stuff. And in the museum, too. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah. that's a great stop for anybody. And yeah. our museum is located at the Inlet Park right before you come over the bridge there mm-hmm. before you get to Hillsborough Beach. Okay. And um, we're, again, we're only open about mailman. five days a week. Yep. Five days we, a week. We need more volunteers. Need to more keep volunteers. That museum okay. Open. All right. We're going to try to help you out there too. So Perfect. Connected by Water is getting involved. Excellent. Right. We're going to help right. you out. I mean that. I'm not just saying it because we're all on the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we do mean that though, for sure. It, it matters to us. I mean, obviously, listen, we make it such a part of our the cascade of our catalog and our portfolio here. Um, you know, what what would it be worth if we didn't back it? Right. You know, we're looking for so. sponsors. We're yeah. looking for sponsors um, for our gala and for mm-hmm. our, the lighthouse. Mm-hmm. We're definitely okay. looking for sponsors who can help us pay for these high dollar repairs that need to be made. Yep. High okay. dollar. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we're going to put the word out. We're putting the word out right now. Excellent. Um, but we're going to put the word out even further. So um, I want to thank everybody for coming in today. Thank you. Um, really, truly, um, hope you guys enjoyed the Pleasure rum. Pleasure being Post. here. Yeah. The rum um, is always the, good The here. rum is <laughs> yep. great, yeah. Yes, thank you. I want to thank, um, you know, uh, Joey Cardi uh, for always keeping the lights on around here for the show, and uh, Papa's PLR Rum for also keeping the lights on and providing us with libations. So um, if you're in the need or you're in the market for a truck, Jeep, you know, uh, family vehicle like that, you know, go ahead and give the folks at Joey Cardi a call. All right. Um, or if you're just hanging out and you want to see the lighthouse roll <laughs> at night, I'm doing it too fast. It goes much slower than that. But, um, you know, open up a bottle of Pilar Rum. It's probably the best way to do that. Right? I can see it from my top deck. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> Lucky. Perfect. Um, Debbie, yes. thank you you're very welcome. much for giving us thank your time Thank you for today. your support. Yeah, absolutely. Ralph. Thank you very much for dropping some knowledge on us today. My pleasure. Yeah, it's really, really And Ralph is at every tour, and he's usually <laughs> upstairs. Yeah. He's always at the top. So if yeah. you want some information once a month, second weekend of the month, come mm-hmm. on out. You make it up all the stairs every time? I mean, Oh, he probably does it. Your quads like start burning <laughs> like mine do? I mean, well, um, He not, does it a lot. Not to brag. Yeah. Ten times in one day. I was going to say. Ten times in one day? That's my record. Is that when we had the dinner up there? Um, oh. yeah, actually, I think it was. Yeah. You could ask Debbie oh. when I got to the top, I needed like a, a few minutes. <laughs> Believe me, I, I was feeling it the 10 times. Like, oh, I was oh. like, man, that was hardcore, but worth it. Like, 167 to the observation deck. Yeah, how many steps? 167. 167. Like the, the, sign, the signs are wrong. <laughs> yeah, it says 175 yeah. on the sign, mm-hmm. but you're not going up into the lens room. So, okay, only on March 18th can you get up to the lens room once a year. All right, all right, Jeff. You're going to walk up that thing? Oh, sure. I've done it. You've done it? <laughs> yes, of course. You should do a show cool. from up there. Uh, that would be fun. Mm-hmm. And do a podcast from the top of the... Yeah, do his morning show top from the, the top of the lighthouse. You betcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> your first, your first, the head was no. Yes? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, why not? Nick, top of the lighthouse. Okay, so everybody's going to be out there this right. weekend? 
<laughs> I'll arrive early and walk slow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna ten steps. She's gonna be. It's all right. There's plenty <laughs> of places to take a rest. <laughs> all right. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank um, you. Support the Hillsborough Lighthouse, um, and the uh, Society, the Pre the Preservation Society. Yep. Um, please. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much. Your ego. It's not your amigo. <laughs> Always do your best, and at the end of the day, just let God do the rest. And do not ever forget that no matter where we are, no matter what we're doing, we're all connected by, by water. water. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome, guys. Thank you. Thank you.